This is the Business Storytelling Podcast with Christoph Trapp, available on Google, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, and other podcast channels. Want to play it on your iPhone? Just ask Siri to play the Christoph Trapp Business Storytelling Podcast, also available on Alexa. Here's Christoph with today's episode. And when it comes to social media comments, uh, there's a real danger that you want to be aware of. Um, and what I mean by that is people post things on social media that they want you to respond to. And those are topics that are typically controversial. Those are topics that a lot of times um, draw on emotion, right? Like the other day I saw somebody post something about uh, if marketing doesn't do this, uh, then they're not aligned with the organization. Of course, of course, everybody has an opinion about it. Or somebody will say something about, uh, you know, a hot button issue. And of course, many of us think of social media as a platform where we can collaborate, where we can have a conversation, where we can have a discussion. But the reality is, Real good conversation and real good discussions are very, very rare on social media. And here's the truth, that most people that post things that are somewhat close to what their company does, they don't do it because they want to have a great discussion. It's a marketing purpose. It's a marketing reason. So the more outrageous my opinion can be, the more likely people are to listen to it. And right or wrong, that's just life, right? Emotions draw us out and emotions get us to do certain things. I mean, you certainly have heard uh, Ashley Pointer on the podcast previously. We talked about, uh, you know, how do you bring more emotion into B2B marketing? And certainly... That's something to keep in mind. So when you see anywhere people posting strong opinions that draw your emotion and you really want to comment on that post, think about it. What will it do for them when you're commenting? Of course, on the flip side, from a marketing perspective, if you can share opinions that are in line with what you're doing as a business and they're drawing on people's emotion, why wouldn't you post it? Why wouldn't you share it? Why wouldn't you talk about it? Why wouldn't you leave that social media comment? But here's what happens. Every time you leave a social media comment, you share that person's content, whether it's on Facebook, LinkedIn, even Twitter. I don't know about Instagram, honestly. Um, but all those other major networks, you comment on somebody's post and that post now gets shared to your timeline. It's free advertising, my friends. So just be aware of that reality that I'm not saying I'm totally against having good discussions online. And, and I know many, many people have tried it. But most discussions online are truly crap. I mean, we have the episode coming up here, uh, or, or we had the episode already. If you're listening to the live stream, 
Um, it is still coming up with um, Eddie, um, can't remember the last name now, Garrison, I think. Um, social media expert, we talk about Facebook groups. And uh, Eddie talks about and talked about in this episode, if you're listening on the podcast version of this live recording, the value of Facebook groups um, and how to do them in a manner that's actually constructive. I found that most Facebook groups are the biggest waste of time. Rules are enforced never. People are just posting the same crap over and over. And even though when people say, oh, we're so um, welcoming of different opinions, they're not. Um, And they'll find a way to, you know, pull either truly aggressive crap or the passive aggressive thing we're seeing more and more on social media. So when somebody posts something and you comment on it, it shares their content. So weigh the potential outcome. Is there anything good in it for you to share their content? Is there a real reason for you to comment? Is there something you can add to the discussion? I saw somebody on Twitter They were talking about, you know, you don't have to post every little thing you're thinking about. And it's true. You don't. And neither do I. And I have started to let a lot of things go um, for the most part. Um, But, you know, what kind of prompted this podcast, I saw this post and I commented like three times. Like it must be a really good post. So all these social networks think that they're highly engaging posts. And of course, they give them more reach, right? More people are liking it, more people are commenting, and people have tried to have a a discussion. There was actually, uh, there was like a a, a journalist, never heard of the dude, and uh, we had the Iowa Inland Hurricane here, right? Um, That's not what it's called, but that's what I call it because it's, uh, that's the best description of it. Super terrible storm. 90% 90% of buildings destroyed or, or damaged, I guess. And some guy uh, posted a controversial tweet saying something about there's no local media coverage in Iowa, etc., etc. And it was wrong. It, he was not correct, you know. But do you know what everybody did? Everybody retweeted the guy. And everybody commented on the guy's post. And everybody retweeted with a comment. And really what you guys are doing, or what we're doing, is we're giving them more exposure. So sometimes, quite frankly, the best strategy is to only comment when you actually want to share their content. And that happens. I see it all the time. You know, there's some, uh, there's always new people in my post on LinkedIn. Other people like their posts. Other people comment. And the other thing is, too, sometimes their responses is like, Uh, The responses are, I agree, couldn't have said it better. What's the point of even saying that? What's the point of even going, oh, that's so great, the best post ever? In blogging 10 years ago, we used to call those spam comments, right? Wonderfully written posts, um, great insights. Thank you so much. Thank me so much for what? You know, if you're going to post something... Add to the conversation, but be aware that the post gets shared wider and wider and wider. 
And if you don't want it to get shared wider and wider and wider, don't comment. It is okay to scroll and read. I know some people will tell you they want people to engage and blah, 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 and I want that too. But um, from a marketing perspective, you know, it, it is important to keep that top of mind. Now, if you're the one writing some of those posts, there is a value in doing that. There really, truly, honestly is. Um, but I still wonder if some of the posts we see are truly authentic. Are they really... Did they happen? Or are people just making it up as they go? We don't know, right? Because how would we? But it's just something to think about. You know, if it's a really good story, um, don't believe everything you read and don't mistrust everything you read. And there was actually, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, somebody, uh, it was on Reddit, I guess, and somebody uh, made a pipe of the Terminator and they send it to him and Schwarzenegger apparently replied and says, how can I buy this from you? And the guy said, or the gal, I don't know the gender. The person said, um, why don't I send it to you and just send me an autographed picture. And so Schwarzenegger did. And immediately somebody goes, Oh, this is fake. And Schwarzenegger again responded and said, if you don't have any proof that it's fake, why even open your mouth? And it's not fake. It's a picture of me with the pipe. Very unique pipe. Plus, it is Schwarzenegger. It looks just like him, except a little bit older than when he was a Terminator. But we all get older. And he said, the people that mistrust everything are just as bad as the people that trust everything. So sometimes you can just take it at faith value. Face value, not faith. Move on. And there you go. But if you have a good story to tell, especially if you can display it in a way that's interesting and that draws on people's emotion. And sometimes what I've seen is, especially on LinkedIn, you have to click pretty quickly. So that first sentence, think of it almost like a headline. You really have to pull people in. You really have to draw them in. And it has to be, uh, it has to be a good um, good first sentence to draw in people's attention that they click and read the rest. Uh, and of course, that helps with the LinkedIn algorithm uh, as well. Uh, Twitter, of course, I would still recommend paragraphs are your friend. Just because you have 280 characters doesn't mean you don't need white space. Facebook is similar to LinkedIn. You know, you have to click the more button when a post gets really long. Um, so, and of course on Instagram, it's similar as well, but you know, some people, they put all this stuff in the caption. I, I don't ever look at captions ever. Like I read the Washington Post headlines on there sometimes and the New York Times, and I never read the captions. I mean, once in the blue moon, I mean, it really, really does not happen all that often. So something to think about, um, sometimes if you are the marketer, at the end of the post, you can ask a question. Do you disagree? Tell me why I'm wrong. Um, why wouldn't it be this way? Do you, um, you know, I already said that, do you disagree? So ask a question. And, you know, I still remember, I worked with a fellow one time uh, in very 
challenging emails. We'll put it that way. <clears throat> and always like, you know, this is the point, blah, blah, blah. It was like a debate over email. But, uh, and you know, you probably heard my opinion on that. I don't think email is the best tool to have a debate for anything, right? Uh, let's get on a Zoom call, phone call, in person, if we ever do that again, uh, when if COVID ever goes away. Um, but at the end of the email, it always said, what do you think? Or what should the next step be? Or what do we do now? Or how do we fix it? Or something like that. Something that would put your mind in, in the mindset of you owe the next step. The balls in your court. So if you can figure out how to do that with your, um, with your social posts, um, you know, first you got to get people to read that far, quite honestly. But, you know, put the ball in their court. Ask them to respond. Now, depending on the network, not very many might respond. Who knows? You know, that's, um, that's life of a marketer. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, maximize your channels. It's okay to try the same content on different channels. I mean, think about this live stream. For some reason, the music at the beginning played twice. I don't know why, but I'm still streaming to YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, and Periscope, and then we'll put it on the podcast channels and, and when we're done here. Um, if you're listening on the podcast channels, connect with me on LinkedIn to get a notification for the next one, ctrap.online forward slash LinkedIn. And on Twitter, ctrap, twitter.com forward slash ctrap. Turn on the um, live video notifications and happy to have you on the next show. Um, but, you know, try it. Post something that people might want to respond to. Um, the problem that you might want to think about, though, is I know we want to all post and post and post and post, but... If we post too much, people might mute us and people might, um, you know, uh, pe people might not um, even see the next post. So there is that danger. So just something to think about. Uh, it is what it is. Um, that's kind of how it goes. But at the end of the day, I wanted to bring this up because I see a lot of people posting and commenting on social media um, like, you know, they're, they're, they, they think they're having a good discussion, but really what they're doing is they're sharing what, um, they're sharing the other person's message and they're helping them get their brand out in front of people. So just something to think about, not saying you shouldn't do it, but at the very least, it is good to be aware of. I'm Christoph Trapp, your host and author of Content Performance Culture. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Move your content from happening to performing. That's what everybody wants nowadays in content and content marketing and marketing and all those related fields. Check out my new book, Content Performance Culture, the number one new release in the public relations category on Amazon.com when it came out. I hope you take a look. It's available as paperback and Kindle worldwide.